1: Welcome or welcome back to another episode of Black Hair in the Big Leagues presents The Salisha Show. You guys, good morning. I am thrilled to sit down with a beautiful actor. Let's see, we've got a Baltimore native in the house. She's an actor, singer, recording artist, director, musician. She's a host, she doesn't bill herself as this, but also a comedian. (laughs) She is, okay. Select credits include Veep and The Leftovers, both on HBO, as well as Law & Order. And she also has done a short, I think it's called a short, we can talk about it, called Rabbit that I'd love to hear about. In the theater world, she has done the European production of Fame, is on the original cast recording of that, like snaps, let's go, let's go. She's toured with Mamma Mia and is currently starring in the revival of 1776 on Broadway as Andrew McNair and the Congressional Custodian. Y'all, please help me welcome
0: Tiffany Barber! Hello. <laughs> good
1: morning. How are you?
0: Good morning. I'm good. I'm good. It's a little dreary outside, but oh well, we'll it, take
1: it. It is a little dreary. You've got a show tonight.
0: Yep, we do.
1: You've been in productions for how long now?
0: um since I mean I guess we 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 started April so we're going like eight months but you know three months production in Cambridge and then here starting in end of September so
1: congratulations yeah how is it going
0: it's going well I mean it, it it's it's hard you know it's not it's a long show but it goes by fast.
1: It does. I saw it. It is a long show and it does go by fast and it's very good.
0: Thank you. It's great. Yes. I think it's really, you know, I actually had the opportunity to finally watch it because boo hiss. I got the vid a couple of weeks ago. So I was out
1: and then, uh,
0: but when I was starting to come back, I didn't, I lost a lot of energy for my, that was the worst of some of the worst of my symptoms I just no energy so by the time I was I had tested negative and I was about to come back and I was like can I actually watch the show you know like I don't know when I'll have that chance you know yeah. watch it. so I watched it and it, it, this shows super fun yeah really I mean not I won't say like fun I mean awful it's there's some horrible moments about history in the show obviously. I mean so I would go, okay, maybe not fun, but as far as really well the lighting and like all the things that you can't see backstage, the sound pop that- and the lighting, how it, the transitions like, and all of those things work very, very well.
1: Have you ever seen um, clips or like a recorded production of the original?
0: Um, yes, I've seen clips when I was a little girl. I, we used to go to a lot of dinner theater in Baltimore used to be there was a lot of dinner theaters there nice and i remember seeing a production of it at a dinner theater then and i fell asleep and that's the thing so
1: like i also have seen clips of it as well and it really it definitely shakes it up having a full female non-binary and trans cast in these roles that were not originally
0: written for no no, and the lines coming out of this, the, the you know, the humans on the stage coming out of these mouths translate totally different.
1: Yeah, so what's your take on this take of
0: 1776? I think that we, it was definitely a challenge and it's not, it's, you know, you can say how much you want to do something and you can say like, that I think that this show will be great with these particular types of people and on paper you know that can sound that sounds very amazing the how is like and the why you know as far as why do this why do that produ- production with these people and how am I going to do that production with these particular humans it's challenged it's tricky and from watching it I I guess, I'm so used to it. So I, I my take is a little bit biased in a way because I think that we're translating it very well and getting a point across to people who didn't think that it was a possible. Yeah. And I think when we were supposed to do it in 2020, it was really, we thought it was relevant then to do it with these humans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who would have thought two years later it was probably even more relevant Fortunately, or unfortunately, or
1: unfortunately, <laughs>
0: it still has that relevance. It's kind of like that's that's a little scary, but and heartening and humbling. But yeah. the show itself, what I've heard from people who've seen the original productions, um, you know, we ha- we do have that those there are seventeen seventy six super fans, not just of our production, but in general. Wait, like, what do they love that old? cis white man show. You know what I'm saying? They, they love that yes. show. I equate it to the, like, how people love Law & Order. You oh know, my, like those yes. Law and Order fans, like Yes, the, my the, auntie. A, a marathon will be on, it's a wrap. She, is, it's <laughs> over. She's it's like, I, I've seen every episode. <laughs> like, you know, so there are those fans, super fans of the show at, at large, which is, was really interesting to me. So there are people who have seen the old, old production, and there are people who don't like our production straight up. That's honest. And that's totally fine. That's fine. But there are but those great. people that have seen our production and the old production. And we're like, I never heard it that way before. Wow. And that means we're doing our job. So. Yes,
1: I agree. I, I believe you are doing your job and you're, you mentioned a little bit of this right now, but like, what's been your journey with this show? It's dated back since 2020.
0: Yeah, we started, I, uh, there was a a little group of us that did some pre-pro, um, in eight, uh, like March, late February, 2020. So we did like a week and then we were going to have another week and I came up to New York and then I went back down to Baltimore and I was waiting for my next time to come up. They were going to call me for the next week. And stage management was like, Well, we're just going to hold for a couple of days, a day or two. We might need you Wednesday. And then next thing you know, it was March 12th and it was a wrap. And (laughs) I was like, oh, well, okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm glad I'm in Baltimore. And then you think back on all those moments and we were rehearsing it, uh, I can't think of the the place at the moment, but in that time, how we all were just around each other, like all possibly getting it at that point. You know, it was feb- late February, early March at that point. Oh yeah, who knew what was going on? And we're all in there sweating and working on pre pro stuff and breathing Yes, but sweating on each other
1: and <laughs> then <Having> lunch together.
0: <laughs> right, you know. So it it is think to go back and think about that time is it's pretty amazing it's for everybody. But luckily ART was very forward thinking. And I think we were maybe one of the first shows to do a digital workshop on Zoom. Like I had never heard of Zoom. We'd never, you know, it was all very Interesting. new. So, so for two weeks, they paid us 10 to six, like a regular rehearsal day. And we had two weeks on Zoom. And that was when most of us met each other was just on Zoom. Uh, and During that two weeks, it was probably sad because we couldn't start rehearsal April twenty twenty, April fourth twenty twenty. But what we did have was a lot of time to research. We talked to Harvard professors that could tell us about art and and slavery, and you know, the wealth of information from Harvard professors. Right. The wealth of information we learned about each other and the research we were able to do on our characters. Where you know, when you're in rehearsal, you that time is very limited. Uh, yeah, so yeah. We had a real, a good two weeks of really delving into the show and learning about the, the, the history of it.
1: Wait, question for you. I Is this, this isn't your Broadway debut, is it? Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, you've done a whole bunch of other uh,
0: things. Uh, but like that is something to like, celebrate so thank you very much yeah I've been kicking these rocks for a long time girl and I've been very close a hundred times and you know it just it wasn't the right show or maybe it wasn't the right time and so yes I never really gave it wasn't always a little kid it was a dream but as far as once once you get you know those rejections after being so close to a couple of things a bunch of times you just kind of start for me it was just I always wanted to be a working actor, so. I just, I let it go. Wow! I just want to work. I want to, however that. So I have been all over the place and worked, luckily and gratefully. And then it finally just kind of happened. So, after all this time, (laughs) I'm so
1: happy for you. And 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 you are, you're very Tiffany Tiff. That's right. You are very talented. It is fun watching you on stage (laughs) and this is the only thing that I've gotten to see you in and I'm already excited to see you in other
0: things like thank you it really is he's a fun character I mean he's nothing you know he's kind of like in the movie he's a little silly and he's this just crotchety old congress guy who just you know walked around and opened windows and put signs up you know yay or nay and,
1: but like wait wait can we talk about your custodian like, <laughs> like it's it it's a moment you are a moment is what I've it's it's really really wonderful to watch thank but. you and
0: they allowed they they let me uh you know dive in and have fun and play and and make him you know a little bit more than what he is so I would I'm very appreciative about that for sure
1: you cover some other roles? In yes. the show as
0: well, uh, I cover some Congress folk. Uh, I think you might. I don't know if you talked to Nika. I cover Hughes. I, did. Uh, I cover Gisella as Livingston. Okay. Um, I have covered Ben Franklin before. I, Katrina, I played Ben Franklin one time in Cambridge, which was fun. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we've all been pretty healthy, but I did have to go on uh, for Hughes last week, which was very interesting.
1: at luckylandslots.com available to players in the u.s excluding washington and michigan no purchase necessary vgw group void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply. okay how do you feel about swinging on i'm like i'm just i just swung my first show like recently and i'm about to go into my like to another show where i'm swinging and what is how do you feel about is it
0: exciting is it stressful is it something in between well i have lots of friends who are super swing champions. Like, I don't have that. I That is not my DNA, my makeup. I can't, I'm trying, I'm still remembering <gasps> what I do on stage. I'm like, oh, all oh right. I'm supposed to get that picture right now. But that, so, yeah. <laughs> that. So I don't know. I think it is superhuman when people can cover, you know, four, five, six roles. I think it's out of control, superhuman. I don't have that makeup. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess it might be, you might see the look on my face in auditions where people are like, "She ain't gonna be able to do that," you know. So I have you know not been had to carry that torch, but I uh, I think that it's otherworldly how people can do that. So it was a little stressful because you know you're rehearsing, and then we under, have understudy rehearsal, and I had been working on Livingston a little bit more because you got to take your you know bits and pieces as you can. Yeah. Um. The biggest challenge for me is because my character doesn't really do like I don't do sit down, John. The opening I don't do, piddle twiddle. I don't yeah. do like those numbers, and I've never done those numbers. So I've never learned any of that stuff. Yeah. I did a little bit when we did some pre-production before we started rehearsal. So there are some things that I I know bits and pieces of, but fully on I I don't even have a a congressman coat. Like, you know, I don't wear, you know, so those things were very, that was challenging for me. Um, And just, we just had to get thrown on. They were very, you know, the stage management and everybody was so gracious and I didn't have, I couldn't do those numbers. I mean, I was learning them, but I couldn't do the numbers without us rehearsing it with, you've seen so much going on with so many people and table moves. Like, it's not the kind of thing where you can just go in that night. Right, right. What, so yeah. there were adjustments made, you know, so I didn't have to do those. Oh, nice. at least for now. I mean, I still got to learn them. But. <laughs>
1: <laughs> OK, so can we talk about your hair journey? Um, first of all, do you prefer to do your own moment or do you prefer to be wigged in a show?
0: Well, that's a good question. I'd rather have my own moment um, whatever that is in the moment. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of wigs. I have been wigged before, you know, but I would rather, if I can use my own hair, I would rather have my own hair.
1: So what was the conversation regarding hair with this show?
0: When we first started, I had a little more, uh, I had, like, I had, I have had dreadlocks. I have gone natural. I have been bald. I, you know, we all go, yeah. our sisterhood hair journey goes uh, so far so long we go yeah. back and forth we do everything yes so I've done all of that dyed it blonde you know there's another <laughs> yes in the gamut and during the pandemic I kind of you know when my hairdresser started opening back up I was like you know maybe I'll get a you know let's put a straightening let's perm it and see what happens again you know so I had always had my sides for the past couple of years kind of shaved down um, because baldness runs in my family. I'll be straight up honest. Ooh. And I was getting a little spots, you know, little spots that weren't going to grow. And I've tried different stuff and, you know,
1: interesting.
0: So I was like, you know what, let's just keep the sides short. So uh, she started, uh, I started doing a perm during the pandemic. And so this whole top part it probably got up to about here, you know, which was kind of fun. So when we started rehearsal, that is fun. Uh, yeah. And every now and then I would curl it, like, you know, it would be curled at the top. And and Mia, the hair, the, the hair designer, she said, yeah. I said, can I get it? I wanted a wig, actually, because I didn't want to deal with it This show. I just, you know, and rolling it and curling it. And, you know, I knew we were going to be in Cambridge. I didn't know I was, for me to have, I was like, I'll, we can use my own hair, but I need somebody to find, you know, where to go to get it done. I was yeah. working about that, you know, where to go and how it was going to be set up. So she just she was like, let's just do it. Like I, we're keeping your hair. I'm not gonna wig you. I was kind of bummed this one time, and so, and it was it was literally just kind of poofed up and and sprayed back down, and that was really it. Um, At the end, before we came to New York, I asked her. I said, I think I need to start over because, lo and behold, my hair doesn't want to be permed anymore. And she wasn't um, having it. My hair was not having it anymore. Yeah. Like we are a natural chick and you just have to head over it again. And, yeah. you know, let's go back to the way we've been, you know. So I asked me if I could start from scratch and I just cut it all down. And she was like, yeah. And now I go to a great barber shop and get a fresh cut it you know I mean, we this love, week but. <laughs> we
1: love we love a fresh cut we I I think it's great and it is a statement on stage
0: yeah
1: in fact the whole show feels like a statement it's really I think it's really cool to see like recognize every single person in a, in in the show on the stage a lot of times, sometimes people in the ensemble can get lost, and it's like who was who.
0: Not, not no, Mm-mm. and a lot of that I is purposeful for sure. But because, as we're on your podcast talking about hair, it does really stand out with the with these you know with all of these bodies and these humans that, for the most part, it is everyone's hair, and it is your hair your way, you know, there, it is very little wigs in the show. So it's, I've never been in a show with this much of natural, just what is your hair? And we want to keep how you look. Yeah. And how you look every day. You know? I mean, that feels like, that would make me feel very like. Yeah, it's really special. It's a (laughs) rare, You know, it's very, it's really rare in this business to be, you know, especially all these women of color to, yeah. to, to have somebody say, yeah, we just want your hair and how your hair looks every day.
1: It's like, wait, my hair is enough. I'm enough. Like that, Free that,
0: that you know, like that it's rare. It's rare.
1: That's cool. What about when you're on like set when you're doing TV or film? Like
0: again, I've really lucked out with that uh, with my own hair. That I, I, But that's a little bit of a different, you know, stage-wise, the, they're presenting you in a, as a certain character in there, however they want that character to be. For the most part, whenever I've done any TV film things, it really has been about me. Yeah. And I feel like they pick people specific unless it's something specific, like, you know, I've never done anything that's more than modern day. Okay. Well, you know, so... Yeah. I, I don't have any experience in that. Everything I've ever done has been of the moment.
1: My question is like, when you're sitting down for hair and makeup, Mm -hmm. do they, as I have just started dipping my toes into (laughs) not theater, and I'm very like curious how other people handle, like do they do anything with your hair? Do they let you do it? Do you like that? Do you not like that? Like, how do
0: you handle that Tiff? Yeah, that, they, I've never had anybody really do anything to my hair on a set, yeah. I don't know if that's been, uh, when they're, because they've been scared, or they just don't know, or they just, I, I think it's a a combo of both. Uh, Um, makeup-wise, um, I always would bring my own stuff, and for the most part, I've been okay, like, that, I feel like as time has gone on, they've matched, they've been able to match, tones a little bit better. Um, and I've never, <clears throat> I've never felt off makeup wise, as far as that goes, like, I feel like they've been more for makeup, you know, they're a little more used to matching tones and making that work for, you know, all skin types and tones. Hair wise, though, it's just been, you know, oh, we you know, I've had dreads on the TV show, I've had short hair on a TV show, I've been bald and, and you know, and it never I've never had anybody attempt to to do anything to my hair on a TV show. Is set. that,
1: what? how do we feel about that? Is that a good thing? Do we like that? Do we not like that? Are we comfortable doing our own? Do we wish that they would at least offer? Like. W-
0: I have felt like, especially when I had dreads before, I have felt that I wished that they had offered. Do you know? Do something. Yeah, like, do you want, how about, do you want to try and You know, but yeah. I'd have wished that they have offered. And I think the times are are changing a little slow, slow. Oh, yeah. It's being voiced enough that it has to. Um, and I I know I have a friend of mine who uh, is a a also an actor, but a stylist, and her mother is also a stylist, and it's coming into that. Oh, she's older, you know. But it's also realizing that how that change needs to happen and has hired, you know, when those times come, has an assistant to come and, you know, and is like, I have somebody that can do it, you know, and has just nipped it in the bud. Wow. I have somebody that I'm going to bring in, you know, specifically, you know, for you. And it's either got to, you either got to learn or you got to do that because the industry is changing and people aren't really having it anymore especially like the modeling industry, like they're really done with it. You know, like they want, you know, figure it out, you know, for decades, you know, this has been going on for decades. So times are are changing because people are speaking up Mm. and people are speaking up with a voice that resonates and is, you know, very specific and very loud like we want this change, you all have to figure it out.
1: Yeah. And like, I'm over here trying to find the balance of like speaking up and being an advocate for myself and also people who are in the chair after me, but also like not wanting to like, I don't know Tiff, like I also don't wanna hurt people's feelings or I I don't wanna like, be offensive like hey do your job or hey can i get a stipend for being my hair team like yeah. trying to find that balance of like the, having the courage oh, yes. because if you are not whatever you're having to go through you're not going to be the last one who has to go through that like point. but uh, it's so it's a,
0: top, it's a fine line and yeah I think that people again are really starting to really voice that and really coming through with saying, well, well, if you can't do it, I know I can get it done. And I just need to know if I can be reimbursed and have been really upfront and honest about it. And you, you don't know until you ask. Right. You know? And, and if you put it in a way that's not threatening or in a way that, you know, I really want to work for you. I really want to get, you know, make this be the best job possible, but yeah. I need my hair to be like this. Right. So, if there's any way that you know somebody or whatever, if not, I know somebody or I can do it myself, and I would just like to be reimbursed. And that they're coming to grips with that. Yeah, they're definitely coming to grips with that.
1: Um, I love that, and also I,
0: <clears throat> I am very. I know this was already so
1: short and sweet, and that we're already like coming close to time. But I, I just am so excited to sit down with you. You're incredible on stage. The show is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish like reading through your reviews on Ma- of Mama Mia, like. Okay, I'm gonna be honest, Tiff. I don't even like Mama Mia. And reading your reviews, I'm like, dang! I wish I could see her
0: in this. Like, I know you were great. And that show, you know, it makes people happy. And yeah, if there does, it's silly. And you know, but they have weaved a storyline with those songs that you know, hey, I never thought was possible. Love, people love the pants of that show. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh, for real. In a way that I never thought was possible. They made that shit work. Woo! it work, And people love it. And so That's you're really sad. doing it for the fans, basically. You know. You know, oh. Fans.
1: <laughs> I am so excited to see what you continue to do. And also, before I let you go, I did want to give you opportunity to talk. What is Rabbit?
0: Oh, I... Again, grateful and really luckily were, uh did a short film a couple years ago. It was called Rabbit. And it basically was about a prisoner program that actually exists where they bring animals into prisoners to help give them, you know, for uh meditation, for love, relax, like have a chore, have something to love, have take care of and feel like, you know, a human being. And in the world of living in jail, you know, but it is a real program that out West, they do it with horses. And what? so it was, uh, yeah, I, I I got that part and didn't really know that that really existed. So it was a beginning project for the director. She actually went on to make a major film about the, the ranch that has prisoners raise horses. So for her, it was just a, you know, this was a little start. Um, and with a rabbit and we filmed it at Rikers. Crazy. And um, that, was, that was pretty crazy to film. Wait, Rikers is? Rikers is, Island, a real prison. Oh but, my God. But <laughs> they use one of the old buildings. One of the old buildings they is basically they use as a movie TV set. But it's still, uh, you know, you're on Rikers Island. You you're know, on Rikers you're, Island. The old building isn't used anymore obviously but the rooms it's like out of you know a time warp like and you see like walk past the weight room and like there's weights that are just on the floor basically you know from whenever prisoners were there but they use it mostly for movie sets so i actually filmed in like a rikers island that is so wild but it was great and we actually got went to you know jury selection for sundance which was absolutely amazing i got to take my mom to park city and Go to Sundance Film Festival, so it was a very a super cool experience. And
1: yeah. I am so <laughs> here for this, and also just like let's like give it up for the working actors. Like, I, let's go! Like, hey,
0: we we do what we can, you know. We baby, do we okay. <laughs> um,
1: Tiffany, how can people find you or follow you?
0: Yeah, I am. Uh, you know, i to be honest, I'm a terrible social media person. But. <laughs> have an instagram that every now and then you will see like one picture every three months you know that's not too bad it's up there it's at positive uh you know at positive 73 i think uh but at positive uh but yeah you know i i do check it every now and then um but I'm not on Facebook anymore, really. I mean, you know, all my accounts are still available. But. I
1: feel like that's the life right there. I mean, obviously, people who are, like, fans of you want more. But, like, <laughs> as the person living it, like, I feel like being, having your, your person, it's, it's just a nice feeling to not I have to I was like,
0: never really that into it, but I am on there and I do check it every now and then. So
1: people And then can to? also catch you at seventeen seventy-six on Broadway until January eighth. That's it. Is- I Let's go. I was just thinking, I wonder what your January 6th show is going to be like. <laughs> so, anyway, anyway, um, thank you for- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Black Hair and the Big Leagues presents The Salisha Show. Y'all give it up for Tiffany Barber. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so
0: much, Salisha. That was fun. Thank you. Oh, you're the Have a great day. <laughs>
1: And that wraps another episode of Black Hair in the Big League. Y'all, I'm so honored to have such great guests on this show. And if there's somebody who you want to listen to, please drop me a note on my Instagram at Thomas or at Black Hair Podcast and slip into those DMs and let me know what you want to hear, who you want to hear from. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast, rate it, leave a review, tell a friend, follow us on Patreon at Black Hair in the Big Leagues. Y'all, I am so grateful that you are part of this community. It would not be the same without you. (laughs) Shout out to Wilton Music for producing my theme song, Love C.O.D. Shout out to Colin Tabor for editing this episode and most of these episodes. And shout out to you for listening. Y'all, my heart is so big, and I feel so grateful. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas. See you next week.